You're listening to episode 170 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is making friendships on the road. You're listening to Christian Travelers Network, the podcast and platform where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you're here because being a part of a community, making friendships, it can be a challenging thing, especially if you're traveling regularly and sometimes if you're not traveling all that often either. So in both cases, we're going to explore a little bit about how to make some lasting friendships and connections on the road. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources and more information about our online community, a great place to make some Christian friends. Join our email list for the latest information on that. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this topic about making friends. One of the things that I think our society falsely advertises is that friendship making is easy. I know as kids, you know, we're in these classrooms and we're with people our age and somehow we think that that means that we're going to have lifelong friends. It's going to always be this easy. For those of you that went to college, we had people in our dorms and in our classes that we just became friends with because we walked and interacted with them on such a regular basis. But the reality is, as adults, it seems much harder. And for many of us who have enjoyed the freedoms um, because of the pandemic of working remotely so much more frequently, we have even less interactions on a daily basis, and it can be even harder to make friends. And then when we're on the road, what does that look like too? For some of us, it comes supernaturally, extroverts, we just, you know, connect with people. But even then, sometimes those great connections last for a moment, but those deep, lifelong, emotionally invested ones, you know, come and go. And it they, they seem so superficial because the conversation doesn't last past that moment when you meet them. So what does it actually take to make a good friend? Well, society would tell us is that we should agree on everything, our political stance, our religious stance, our, um, you know, career, our life decisions, where, where we're at in life, that they all must look identical. Well, If we look at Jesus and how he made friends, well, it was completely different. As he traveled through different cities, he often talked with the rejected, the those society had deemed less than the tax collectors, the Samaritan woman, the prostitutes. He talked with them and became friends. You know how I know? Because they became his disciples. Yes, he was their teacher and they followed him and learned from him, but he was dining with them. He was having conversations with them and he was getting to know them in a radically different way than so many other people. So if you're traveling and you have the opportunity to meet people or, you know, just even in your hometown, I would encourage you to dismiss the idea that they have to be identical to you to be a good friend to you. 
it's because of that false information that we miss out on so many great friendships. Now, there does need to be some mutual understanding, probably some kind of humor and camaraderie that can come out of things. But where do we even begin? I know oftentimes we think that those superficial questions will not get us to deeper truths but or deeper relationships, but those are great conversation starters. And then from there, the trick is honestly being honest. You know, Jesus didn't beat around the bush. He was true to who he was, and he asked difficult questions. I just started a new job where one of the key things that we have to do is ask Socratic questions. If you don't know Socrates the philosopher or what a Socratic question is, it's typically an open-ended question that doesn't have a clear right or wrong answer. An example of this is what is passion and how do you know if you had it? The answer can't be yes, no, and people are going to disagree. By having those conversations and setting the president that it's a safe space to talk about those things, we can become more honest and truthful with one another. The next thing to acknowledge is that making friendships that are hard and we can't just expect the other person to initiate that friendship. Oftentimes we feel left out, that we didn't get included or invited to things, and we can beat ourselves down or, you know, be dismissive of others because of that. Instead, take the time to initiate things for yourself. Invite people over, include others. You'll be surprised how many of them were feeling the exact same way. And by being the one to initiate, eventually that will be returned in kind. As you get to know each other better and make it known that you are looking for friends. If you move to a new place or if you're traveling and just passing through, just stating that honestly, I'm looking for friends. I'm new to the area, I'm traveling through, it can be a great conversation starter and may lead to some of those other amazing conversations as well. Now, when it comes to friendships, it's also important to recognize that things do change. The friendships that you had in kindergarten are not likely the friendships you have now. So while people may come and go, it's okay to understand that there are different seasons of life. And it's important to have those long-distance friendships as well as those in-person ones as well. So looking for a local community and local connections is important. And some of the places that I'd encourage is your local church. Young adult Bible studies, young professionals, whatever age group or stage of life you're in is a great way to start. Now, I know people may disagree with this, but in my own experience, I have a church that I worship at. It agrees with my theological beliefs and um, where I, how I understand God to be. That said, one of the things that they're usually not strong with is young adults, which is the stage of life I'm in right now. As such, I intentionally seek out other churches that have young adult activities going on, and I join them for a Bible study. Now, I also currently am leading a young professional Bible study at my home church, and, you know, they, that community is growing. 
But in other places where that hasn't been the case, I've also sought out opportunities to join others where they're at. And rather than trying to create a million communities um, between a number of churches, I've sought out what's already thriving and where God's already working to join them locally um, and kind of invite myself to be a part of that community. Similarly, you can find people by connecting with other things of interest, whatever your hobbies are, your job, um, whatever things that are local and sports teams, you know, those kinds of things can be great conversation starters and ways to begin to connect and make friends. And then it is really that just intentionality, understanding that making friends isn't easy, that it does take work, and that being honest and true to yourself is important. Now, one of the things I know that can be really hard is talking about our faith. And I encourage you not to set it on the back burner. Honestly, when people ask you what you're doing for the weekend, it's okay to say, I'm going to church. Would you like to come? Or just telling them that you went to church or Bible study or whatever you did. And while they might not be in that stage or season of life, being honest about where you are helps them get to know you better and may lead to some conversations that gets helps you to get to know them better too. So I hope this is an encouragement and that you can see how this not only applies to if you're staying at home, but also if you're traveling. and that. When we look to Christ as an example of friendship and fellowship, that he didn't tackle friendship in the way that the world would suggest, where we must all be identical and have the exact same viewpoint. He was willing to step outside of those labels and those boxes to see the person underneath. And not all your friends will agree with you on everything, but that doesn't mean that friendships have to end or that we have to um, reject them as a potential friend, but maybe it'll lead to a great conversation that may grow you and them as a person. If you liked today's episode, I highly encourage you to check out episode 166, where I dive into what our online platform is going to look like and how it'll be a great way to connect with other Christian travelers, share your faith and your God-sized travel moments. It'll also be a great way for you to make friends with people from all around the world from different cultural backgrounds, but who share our faith in kind. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked today's episode, I really encourage you to pray for us and for the ongoing outreach of this platform that you continue to subscribe and leave reviews for this episode as that encourages more people to check out our platform. And then, of course, share this episode with a friend or maybe a soon-to-be friend, as this could be just the opportunity you need to continue to grow in your faith and in your travels. Until next time, safe travels and God bless.